How is it going everyone? My name is Dinesh and welcome back to another episode of SG Millennial Money. It's been a while since my last podcast and we're all still in this pandemic. We are actually very fortunate here in Singapore that we're roughly back to where we were in February and with phase 3 coming just tomorrow as of this recording. I mean, I might be a little late, but for today's episode, I want to talk about how we can maximize this time and not waste the opportunity right before us. Don't wait until you're in a crisis to come up with the crisis plan. This was a quote by Dr. Phil, and it sounds simple and understandable, yet so little people actually follow it. Anyway, there's no point crying over spilled milk. Let's talk now. First off, I hope everyone is well and staying safe at home. That being said, if you have to go out, please always wear a mask. And also, although taking public transport is a higher risk than getting a grab, please don't use this as an excuse to grab everywhere you go. As many of us have lost our jobs recently, if you still have your job, Please don't take for granted what you have right now. And before I continue any further, just a disclaimer that this podcast is entirely for entertainment purposes only. Whatever I say in this podcast is not meant as financial advice and you should consult your financial advisor for, well, financial advice. Okay, so moving on to tip number one, which is to start exercising. You can't enjoy wealth if you're not in good health which is why this is tip number one if you lack the motivation to start exercising let this be it you really don't want to spend all your hard-earned money lying in a hospital bed made of gold being healthy should be part of your overall lifestyle and living a healthy lifestyle can help prevent chronic diseases and long-term illnesses And feeling good about yourself and taking care of your health are important for your self-esteem and self-image. Maintain a healthy lifestyle by doing what is right for your body and depending on your goal, whether it's to be ripped or to get that sick hourglass figure, I mean, it'll be a different set of exercises. However, as cliche as it sounds, the first step is pretty, really the hardest. According to Active Health, the minimum recommended weekly duration of exercise is 150 minutes of moderate to vigorous physical activity, sport, or exercise in 10 minute or longer sessions. Oh my gosh, that was such a long sentence. This helps you decrease your risk of developing almost every chronic disease, raises your daily energy levels, and improves your productivity at work. However, despite all of this, only 26% of Singaporeans are active at least three days per week. I mean, I really can't blame us though. According to a report from the South China Morning Post, which took into account four things, the length of workers' commutes, their arrival time at work, the number of hours they worked per week, and the amount of leave taken to determine the hardest working cities in the world. And to no one's surprise, lo and behold, Three of the top five hardest working cities in the world are in Asia, with Singapore coming in in a solid second place, only behind Tokyo. Not really a competition I want to win, but I mean a win's a win. In third place, we have Washington DC, followed by Kuala Lumpur, and lastly, Houston, Texas. 
well not really last i mean that's fifth well moving on to tip number two and that is to read more if you do have the luxury of more time during this whole situation it would really be in your best interest to grab a book sit down and read according to researchers there are a ton of benefits one can derive from reading some of which include strengthening your brain because your biceps probably aren't big enough increasing your ability to empathize increasing your vocabulary i mean i think this goes without saying although it's still worth taking note of another benefit is improving rationality and creativity wow another is enhancing brain connectivity and function my goodness and lastly and to me the most important one of all is that reading has been shown to ward off mental decline and conditions such as dementia and alzheimer's this is extremely important to me because i can't even remember what i had for lunch yesterday without thinking long and hard reading has been shown to put our brains into a state similar to meditation and it brings the same health benefits of deep relaxation and inner calm regular readers sleep better have lower stress levels higher self-esteem and lower rates of depression than non-readers all of this is just the synopsis of the book why you should be reading right now okay so please grab a book have a read moving on to tip number three in the name of getting more information and upskilling well is to upskill yourself and make yourself more employable or even to get that raised amidst the wave of wage cuts whether you feel stuck with your current routine or you're looking for ways to improve your career prospects upskilling yourself can be a great way to achieve a career boost and get you to where you want to be at work or in life according to a report from gallup in 2016 69 percent of non-millennials say they value professional or career growth and development opportunities in a job whereas 87 percent of millennials say the same so clearly we all want to do better in our jobs so the first thing that we can actually do and one of the biggest benefits to upskilling is upward mobility when it comes time for promotion or raises it always helps to have had some additional training under your belt not only will you have more skills to offer but you've shown you're dedicated to your work and improving the quality of it which is definitely something employers like to see so when they're deciding on who should get a promotion or a raise you'll stand out as an asset to the company if you're a self-employed person fret not upskilling yourself can greatly increase the quality and variety of work you can offer to clients which will only fuel their positive reviews about you unlike an employee you determine whether or not you get that pay raise and upskilling yourself for sure is not hindering that number two you can get more job security on a similar note gaining new skills can also provide you with more job security in general if it comes to decide if someone will remain at a company Upskilling yourself can really help you out. Employers will most likely look at both technical skills and the commitment to the job. Employees have all employees always have a value tied to them, and it would be in your best interest to always aim to raise this value. After all, if you were the boss, who would you rather have as your staff? The employee who takes the time to keep up with industry trends, improve the quality of their work, and increase the skills they can bring to the table, or the employee who simply shows up. 
the answer is obvious. Number three, what you can do when you take time to learn new skills, you can discover new career paths. So you may end up going down a different career path you never considered before. And this is where upskilling yourself can come in handy. Maybe while learning how to meal prep and save time and money, you actually discover that you love cooking, which may eventually lead you to open your own Pranakan Anglo Indian Western Asian Roti Prata Chakwetia restaurant. I don't know. The possibilities are endless, really. Maybe you started like tracking your expenses and found it really easy and fun. Maybe this could spiral into you becoming like the accounts manager of some firm in the future. I mean, of course, all of this isn't going to come without hard work and dedication. But the key point here is always being willing to learn and keeping an open mind. And what if you don't want to stay at your current company? Well, this brings us to the next reason why you should upskill. Number four, boosting your resume. Upskilling yourself can help in this area as well. Adding new skills and certifications to your resume can also help you stand out from other applicants during a job hunt. Having more expertise listed can showcase your constant learning capabilities and this can make employers not only want to keep you on their team but also to hire you in the first place. Not all employers are created equally unfortunately. There are some who dislike the jack of all trades, master of none and would rather hire someone who is highly specialized and skilled in one particular area of work. However, the full saying does go, jack of all trades, master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. When getting a job, it really depends on how you sell yourself, not to mention the kind of role you are applying for, but really just push the positives as there are always two sides to a coin, there will also always be pros and cons to being highly specialized or being extremely versatile. When you take classes or attend courses, it may be in a class setting and that has the added benefit of allowing you to network with people, which brings us to reason number five of why upskilling is important, making connections. Networking is a great way to enhance your career and upskilling yourself opens you up to more opportunities to network. If you're taking an in-person class, you might meet someone in your course who can help you with your career, or you might become better acquainted with a coworker while attending a company-sponsored training program. Knowing people in your field or at your company can be a great benefit. Whether you want to branch out or move up in your job, it is highly beneficial. Finally, and perhaps most importantly, taking advantage of learning opportunities can improve the quality of your work. Because of course, you want to do the best job possible. With the right program, the right teacher or mentor, you can make sure you're upskilling yourself and you're continually at the top of your game. Upskilling yourself isn't just about getting new skills. The benefits of taking classes or attending company-sponsored training programs extend far beyond simply learning. For myself, after taking my, my own digital, like not my own, but a digital marketing course, I, I landed a new job. I connected with many industry professionals and companies, many of which gave me the opportunity to experience real-world marketing campaigns. And I saw things in a completely new perspective. I was really looking at every advertisement and normally I'll just skip them. But now I started analyzing them and I was like, whoa, you know, this is really a new world. So 
you may end up opening multiple doors for yourself both inside and outside your current company or even your current industry the question now is are you ready to start upskilling yourself and hopefully the answer is yes if so there are many ways to do so coursera skills future and the one that's probably screaming free free in everyone's faces is youtube Yes, there are no certifications on YouTube, but you can definitely use the skills you learn there in your own work or projects, which show for itself. So all in all, these are just some things you can do during COVID. I know these aren't technically financial tips, but don't worry as I'll be diving into how to start investing and, and more in my next podcast, or at least the methods I would recommend for beginners. Hopefully we will get out of these trying times soon going out in groups of five maybe even eight is becoming increasingly annoying and difficult especially for planning big meetings with friends nonetheless it is all efforts to curb this historic virus which i swear i'm going to over exaggerate about to my children in the future so phase three is coming soon so i guess i have to make do going out in groups of eight and hopefully honestly it feels like phase 2.3 rather than phase three anyways do take care follow my spotify to keep up to date with my podcast and i'll catch you guys in the next episode ciao wow no more job leh how are so difficult to land a job even the ng united wow what's that ah uh?